The following is the fourth hand production. In 1866, an eccentric woman named Sarah Winchester traveled from New Haven, Connecticut to San Jose, California to start a new life. She purchased a small eight-room farmhouse and started a small renovation project that would take 36 years and $5.5 million, only stopping when she passed away in 1922. By the time she was done, the Winchester Mansion was a modern marvel with indoor plumbing, multiple elevators, a hot shower, and central heating. It had over 160 rooms and 40 bedrooms, 10,000 windows, and even two basements. Of course, that's not all that's unique about the house. Not all 2,000 doors can be walked through, one leads to an 8-foot drop to a kitchen sink, another to a 15-foot drop into bushes in the garden below. Staircases lead straight to ceilings, expensive Tiffany stained glass windows were installed in places where they would get no light, and the list goes on. Was this just the eccentric lifestyle of a rich, bored widow, or a necessary atonement for the spirits of the dead that were out for justice? We bust out our protractors and repeating rifles to get to the heart of their designs this week on Hysteria 51. Shame, undisturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? Not crazy. hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Truth. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that doesn't have a mystery house. But if we did, it would be just like the one in Webster. This is Hysteria 51. I'd love to live here. This place is neat. This ladder goes up and down the whole house. Come on, George, I'll show you. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, we're your hosts and tour guides, John Goforth and Brent Hand. A couple quick ground rules, please. Don't jump off the bus. Weird. Not fun for anybody. Also, no throwing objects at pedestrians, unless, of course, they deserve it, okay? Uh, this here, guess what this is filled with? I want you salvating. Treats. That's right, treats. Not those kind of treats, okay? I see the long hair, I get the beads, let it go. We're not in that kind of thing. We're not going to a damn dead show. Timely topic this week, John. Winchester, the movie starring Helen Mirren, actually came out just a few days ago. And it's all about this very topic. Almost like we planned it that way. (laughs) We don't see that far ahead. (laughs) It's gargantuan, seven-storied structure with no apparent rhyme or reason. Built on the orders of a grieving widow. Sarah Winchester's mind is as chaotic as the house itself. We're worried about her sanity, Dr. Price. I'm pretty fired up, man, uh, for the movie. What is it? What's it? what's the official name? The Winchester Mystery House? The Sexy Grandma Lives in a Haunted Mansion. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I love a good horror flick, and hopefully this one will be good. There aren't very many of them. Yeah. I mean, gil- getting Helen Mirren for it is a good sign. Plus, for an older lady, kind of hot. Yeah, right? Like, not kind of, like straight up. Like, Caligula, kids, look it up. But <laughs> 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 no kidding. She's, she's definitely still a looker, which begs the question... Who is the best-looking actress over 60, or actor, whatever, in Hollywood? You know, not for nothing, but I, I think I'm going with Susan Sarandon. I probably would have went with uh, 
Jamie Lee Curtis, but she's only 59, so she's right outside of that. Plus, she's a little too uh, regular for me. Hermaphroditic? Uh, too too many probiotics, you know? <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. Well, yes, it was no, right around yeah. when she was in, was, she was in People true always life. said yeah, she yeah, was a hermaphrodite. hermaphrodite. Yeah. No, but seriously, though, Susan Sarandon, man, wow. Dude, when she was in Rocky Horror Picture Show, wow. Oh, right. I mean, not that she's not good looking now, but I mean, just. And now her daughter looks just like her. Yeah, she does. She does. Spookily, just like a hot young Susan Sarandon. So I'm, I, I, I think it's a great pick. I'm going to go with Christy Brinkley, who, believe it or not, is 64. Uh, not only is she 64, she, she must be plastic because she looks 34. Right. Like, it is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, she's a model, though. So maybe that doesn't count. I don't know. You know, and she has had a ton of work. Pick again, I guess is, is what I'm getting. But at. she's also an actress. <laughs> Have you not seen National Lampoon's Vacation? <laughs> Book it. I win. Yeah, that is a, a fantastic plus, job. Uh, plus, she was in the video for Uptown Girl. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Done. The dog went on the picnic basket. <laughs> but she was in that movie because, well, either she owned a Ferrari <laughs> <laughs> or oh, no it's because she was a model she got all that you know she got that work because she was a bona fide model not because of her acting chops obviously i think we can agree on that at least fine fine uh i still say i'm right but if you insist i pick again uh, you know what i'm gonna stick with the og what we started this with dame helen mirren they don't include that dame for nothing that's right she's been knighted uh female knighted yeah, and she's a dame. I have no idea what you idiots are talking about. A meat sack is a meat sack. That other voice you're hearing like a speaking spell with a bad attitude and a short attention span is the one and only conspiracy bot. C-Bot is a robot I built in my lab to help with the show by hopefully making it better, but instead he spends my money and makes life for everyone involved much more difficult. It's like we're married. Producer Lisa, the robot said it, not me. <laughs> Moving on, I do see that we have... Another guest in our midst. Yes, John. and it's Seabot's favorite guest, the incorrigible and the insufferable, Mr. Joe Peck. Pecker! His name is Pecker. Joe! Welcome! Question. First time, first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> if you, how much does it suck? On the on the subject of people over sixty that are still good looking, yeah, to be Sean Connery's grandson, every girl he dates, he knows she'd rather be with his grandpa. <laughs> like every friend he makes I, would. I mean, if I met him, I would pose as as enjoying his company in order true. to hopefully make the long play and get to meet Sean Connery. That's that's true. Yeah, I, you said how much does it suck? I don't know. Probably a bushel, maybe even a peck. Oh. oh. Cut it out. I'm glad I'm here for for Brent's comedy outbreak. (laughs) Screw you. I'm the only real comedian here. (laughs) That was was still better. That was still better than him. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Do the leading men of Hollywood age as well as the leading women of Hollywood? Is the female version of this show sitting around talking about Harrison Ford and how they would still do that? I would say so. Look at Tom Cruise. Damn near. He's in his mid fifties. Tom Cruise, he is getting help from the, um, 
<laughs> Demi Gorgons or whatever. What, what, what the are they? L. Ron Hubbard spirits out what there. Are they well, his Thetan level is through the roof. I yeah, I don't know. That's true. <laughs> so that it, probably helps with longevity. Him and Stan Marsh are on a different level. So. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think Thetans and um, and uh, what's the stuff that you soak stuff in in biology class uh, oh, to preserve them? It's uh, uh, from Aldehyde. Those are the two pillars of Scientology. I've heard his uh, <laughs> his Metachlorians are through the roof. <laughs> are those are have we figured out how to to track those yet i know in a galaxy far far away a long time ago they had that but yeah, do we yeah. well we don't but they can so tom knows how many he has oh got it stop saying we that includes me in your stupidity i can give you your midichlorian levels joe just let me see your arm <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I I assume he's going to want a blood sample. We're just going to skip over that. <laughs> you assume he doesn't already have one. That's true. Mm. Speaking of blood, Winchester rifles. A lot of, a lot of blood. Is this where we do, is this, some. Is this that where is we do a live a segue? <laughs> is this where we do a live a live uh, spot for Winchester rifles? Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of blood, if you want to draw some, let me tell you about my fine friends at Winchester rifles. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the namesake for the house and everything we're talking about. All the whole thing stems from Winchester. The the money from the rifles, man. The 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 gun that won the West. It Winchester is. repeating arms for real, man. That it, it really was. So if you're not familiar, it's. Gosh, the number one probably uh, gun brand in the history of gun brands. If not, say it. No one's going to look it up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's Winchester. There's Colt. There's, there's uh, Remington and Remington. Glock and, and yeah, everything I mean, under the sun. I, mean, I think you know? beyond 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 Remington and Colt, I, I, I don't think you're going to get much further than that. Like yeah. it's uh, yeah, like they were, you know, like I said, it's the, the gun that won the West. Right. You know? Definitely. Mm-hmm. But. We're not talking just about the Winchester rifles. We're talking about the Winchester Mystery Mansion. This beautiful, beautiful mansion in San Jose, California, not San Joe's, John. San Jose. No, that's what they call it when you come to Illinois. <laughs> that's how you pronounce <laughs> it true. here. Well, that's how that I pronounce true. it when I'm there. Because uh, it's yeah. mine. So this oh, place yeah. this place in California, it is a very large mansion, and I mean large. Crazy. 160 rooms spanning 24,000 feet over six acres, and that's just what's left of it, because <laughs> it's actually uh, much smaller than it once was. Inside this structure, 2,000 doors, 10,000 windows, 47 fireplaces, and actually two more that they found that were not hooked up. So there would have been 49 fireplaces, but it goes on from there. 13 bathrooms, six kitchens, three elevators. You turb burritos should build me an elevator. I think I'm actually okay with how long it takes him to get from from floor to floor. A detriment to his movement about this world is a good thing. You can lick my ram. He's a, he's still working on those those curse words, but he's yeah, getting yeah he hasn't figured that part out yet. But <laughs> but he, at least he can he can express himself. Also, two basements and one shower. Which actually, at the time, was mind... That's a big deal. Mind-bottling. <laughs> it's like, my mind is trapped in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are real feral fans, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. We didn't get one inane comment. I, I don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> so, Brent, it even had a shower. Um, who lived there? Who showered there? Well, the one, the only... Sarah Winchester, and when you go to the shower, actually, she was a short, short lady. So 
literally, it would like spray at your belly button. She was incredibly short. So yeah, it's no like it's like the showers at like a Motel Six. Yeah. <laughs> you go to with just a tiny trickle of water and yeah. it's so low. Yeah, that it's like it's it, you you question whether or not it's worth it. But it was Sarah Winchester, and she was the widow of uh, William Wirt Winchester of the name of the company. There's Winchester. a name that went away. Mm-hmm. Wirt 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 Wirt. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So like I said, this is in California, San Jose. It's a Queen Anne-style Victorian mansion, at least. I mean, that even, was the even goal. calling it a style seems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so neat. It's a big old home. So why are we talking about it? And why is there this movie that just came out about it? Because other than the fact that someone rich lived there, whoop-de-doo, right? Well, it's renowned for its size. Like we said, it's still 24,000 square feet. It's architectural curiosities, which we're really going to delve into, and its lack of any master building plan. It was designated a California historical landmark and is actually listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Which, if you've, if you've ever lived or been to California, isn't a big deal. I mean, I think they named the local White Castle. On John, the, my his- house is on the list of historic <laughs> places, literally. Yeah. And we the can actually get a plaque place. for it if we want. Uh, but if you get the plaque, you can't do any. But you're not in California. I was making a point. Well, you're right, but um, I but like it always comes back to you. You're right. Hand me yeah. my sunglasses. We're inside. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's still privately owned, and it serves as a tourist attraction. Oh, and it's thought to be haunted by the spirits of those killed by Winchester rifles. So fun. Right? So we finally reached the part where you realize <laughs> why it's on this show. Yeah, right? Wait, I thought you guys didn't retool and switch over to a uh, a home and style guide <laughs> podcast. That's why I came on. We're now branded H- by HGTV. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Para Makeovers, where we, <laughs> we go into haunted houses and give them makeovers. And you're going to get a kick out of what we did with a couple of iron rods and a blanket. <laughs> Who says pentagrams have to be boring? He's architectural bot now. Pastels add an, a delicious flavor to your pentagrams. <laughs> so let's go back. We're going to time travel here. It's the late 1880s. What was really popular with the rich and eccentric people at the time? We know the answer to this question. <laughs> Seances. Seances. We, we, we run into it all the time. And they love playing with those, at that time, newfangled devices, Ouija boards, which we know is nothing to, to uh, mess with because, whoo, the experiences we've had. Oh, man. Still reeling. <laughs> so let's take a look at the, the owner of this house and her obsession with the paranormal because that's this whole freaking story so sarah lockwood Perdee was born in new haven connecticut around 1839 and in her early 20s she married winchester of the winchester repeating arms company several years later sarah gave birth to a daughter annie and tragically annie died just a month later from marasmus or severe malnutrition surprised um, that name uh for malnutrition didn't stick around right <laughs> it was one of those things where just like like they were feeding her but the her body couldn't like once uptake. a month they fed her yeah. and and it's at least upwards upwards of once a month but like her <laughs> no but for real child died and unfortunately like her body just couldn't process the foods and anything like that so that point on sarah's luck only got worse so then in the early 1880s her father-in-law passed away and then her husband succumbed to tuberculosis he was a lunger later that year 
So she receives an inheritance in the 1880s of $20 million, as well as partial ownership of the family's firearm company. She never remarried and was alone for the rest of her life. And one of the reasons for that is at the time, one of the in vogue things was to be in mourning for the rest of your life, because that was considered the European thing to do. And women over here that were of money and stature wanted to portray that. So like, well, my husband died. I'm in mourning for the rest of my life. And I'll never, which is really, really, really easy to do when you're already into money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm mourning. Uh, please. Could you hand me a hundred dollar bill to wipe my tears? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All those, all those peasants that, that that didn't inherit any money. They they went and remarried. Yeah. This inheritance gave her, (laughs) gave her a tremendous amount of wealth. Uh, which she used to fund craziness, or I, well, at least this ongoing construction. So do you guys have any sense of like, you know, when they talk about like the money in the 1800s, like what right. it would be worth today? Like, so, so what would 20 million in, in they said that, that in, in 2017, so not too long ago, uh, 20.5 million, which is what she actually got was equivalent to $520 million. So over half a billion dollars. Yeah, it's a couple bucks. Yeah, nothing, nothing to shake a stick at. <laughs> and what, John? What did you spend on on your last uh, home? Uh, twenty seven million. Twenty seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a month, right? In rent. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to be outdone by that too, because she had all this money coming in from the the Winchester Rifle Company. Right. At that time, she made roughly one thousand dollars a day every day. Which in as 20, a woman of the night, which of money now twenty five thousand dollars a day, which is I might have made that made. last part up. Well, you know, might have, maybe, maybe not. I like the mystery. You know, we're going, we're sticking with the mystery house theme. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Ooh. So then things though, she's got all this money, but things get <laughs> get weird, I guess. So for some reason, Sarah got in touch with a medium, and legend has it that Sarah started to feel as though she was being haunted. But it's more than likely she had spoke to the medium in an attempt to communicate with her late husband. But hey, who knows? The story goes, the medium allegedly told Sarah that her family was cursed by all those who had been killed by Winchester guns. So coincidentally, the medium's uh, family uh, was Native American and had all been slaughtered by Winchester guns. It was weird. It's who knew? Crazy how that kind of actually. Her name was Samantha Colt, and she said, "Oh, why don't you go cross country and spend all your money?" (laughs) (laughs) Her name was Hunts with Bows. She she had a. a I don't don't think that's right. Thriving arrow business. I don't. I don't know if I believe that. Thriving arrow business. I don't know. Don't don't look that up. (laughs) So the woman recommends. That Sarah move out west, build a home, and continue working on this home basically forever to appease the spirits. I and believe wasn't wasn't the story that the sound of the hammers is what was keeping the spirits some, away. Some so like say they never that, stopped. Building. Some say that they were building it to confuse the spirits. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's all over the place as far as that goes. Um, the problem with this is you can never get a straight answer and everyone's got a version of it. Um, we're going to cover all those versions. Like, like talking to John <laughs> Goforth. <laughs> so, but luckily Sarah knew this one was crazy and she lived a happy, normal life. Never doing that. Of course. Right. No, no. 
She probably left New Haven, headed to California. In 1884, she purchased an unfinished farmhouse in Santa Clara Valley and began building her mansion. And the medium, as she walked out, good. Consider yourself zing. Zing of the day. And the medium re- removed her jacket to reveal a red blazer that said Century 21 on the, on the logo. <laughs> so she, she, she starts building this mansion and under her day to day guidance, it's from the ground up construction proceeded around the clock and by some accounts without interruption until her death, September 5th, 1922, at which time work immediately ceased. The funny thing about this is every day the workers would come in and if they had finished, you know, their project from the day before, she would be like, all right, here's what we're going to do today. There were no blueprints. She was not an architect. She just started having them build crap. So there is conjecture of whether these weird anomalies in the house doors that opened the outside and and uh cabinets that open to walls and staircases that go to nowhere are actually because of that or because she had no flipping clue what she was doing and they were just following her to a T what she said to Did anyone ever consider the possibility that she was really just like that gal in the old Diet Coke commercial uh, when she was watching the construction workers? Like, oh my God, you guys are done already? (laughs) Oh, um, well, there's there's got to be something else we can do. Build a staircase over there. Oh, they're they're hot and sweaty. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, ma'am, that that really won't go anywhere. It'll just lead into the ceiling. I well, I it's my money now. Well, you're fired. (laughs) Bring in someone new because she was also notorious for that, right? Like every few days, she'd fire somebody. Then she then she turns to Chris Farley and goes, "Uh, "I think I'm gonna like living in a mansion." Uh, Do you have a third? Yeah. And you're gay. Schlitz gay. I, 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 I like the direction uh, yeah. we're. I like the direction we're taking this versus the other direction. What's the other story that we've told on this uh, on this particular podcast where lots of workers got fired, went through? They were building stairs to nowhere, empty rooms that didn't have doors. The murder mansion. Oh, the murder man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) In Chicago. Which actually probably never, I mean, existed, but not really. Like, it's one of those things. (laughs) I mean, this this could easily have gone the H.H. Holmes route. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Was he her consultant on the building of this house? (laughs) Mr. Holmes. Yeah, yeah. So she, like I said, though, she didn't use an architect and added to the building in a haphazard fashion, I guess is the best way to say it. So the home contains numerous oddities, such as, like we said, doors and stairs that go nowhere, windows overlooking other rooms, including like well, into, we know the, why those were there. into the bathroom and stuff like that. Stairs, <laughs> stairs with odd sized risers. And that's not as weird as it sounds because those were more for her. But was she a crappy architect or was it, you know, believed for these these paranormal purposes? Well, unfortunately, we don't know. So choose your own adventure on that. And I don't know. Like, do you think does it make sense if that she believed that what this medium told her and she went out there that she would just build it crazy or she was doing it to confuse these ghosts? I mean, I think if she was crazy enough to to move across country and build for nonstop for 38 years. Mm hmm. 
you can't really say no to the fact that she might be wanting to to put in crap that doesn't make any sense on purpose. So the so that's what the purpose was then. If if it if she truly was being haunted by the ghosts of people killed by Winchester or rifles, truly felt that she was. Um the staircases to nowhere, the rooms with no doors, all of the craziness. We got another one. <laughs> was was simply to uh, confuse the ghosts so they could not pursue her. There are a few oddities in there that do, I think, give some credibility to there being a rhyme or reason to that. And it's not just lack of any ability to plan and, and lack of an architectural background. There's the things like in a couple of the uh, doorways. So first of all, her her personal bedroom had like seven doorways, like because she wanted to be able to get in and out and like not or the theory is, you know, and, and escape these ghosts, but then some of them have bars on the floor to like trip you yeah. things like that, that like, I don't think those would be things that accidentally happen because of poor planning. And even though that she had her own room, she still slept in different rooms yes. all the time. Like you never knew, like, and she just had her, her people that live there. Oh, you don't ever sleep on your couch. Well, she, well, that's true. And here's the other thing though. So we talk about these workers that work there and they worked there for like 30 years. These were like the same workers. She hired a family and their kids worked there and she hired like maids and butlers and all this stuff. And she paid them three times the normal yeah. wage. So they were incredibly happy to be working for this crazy lady who lived there and had all these weird demands. Yes, ma'am, whatever you want. I'm making a fortune as far as that was concerned for them, taking care of one old lady and her weird ass pursuits. I don't know what the hell you want to call them, you know, proclivities, flights of fancy. So this monster home ends up being seven stories tall. The 1906 and the San Francisco earthquake hits magnitude 7.8, huge, huge earthquake and destroys a large part of the home. And today it's four stories tall. When just to put that in perspective real quick, like we're, we're guys who live in Chicago, which is where what's considered to be the first ever quote unquote skyscraper was built. It's like 12 stories tall. And that was built right around that time. And it yeah. was an architectural marvel. And it was only five stories taller. And probably just because she didn't have time. Like, literally. <laughs> I mean, you think of it that way. So this earthquake was so big. And the house was so big that Sarah became locked in a room when the wall shifted and it jammed the door. And they were like, well, crap, where is she? It took 24 hours to locate her in this house because they didn't know what the house where where she was in the house being because like we said she slept all over the place she was always all over the place all these you know crazy stuff joe and i have actually taken the tour and producer lisa has been there and everyone now always asks, see but <laughs> have you been I'm not allowed back in California since the incident. <laughs> we, we don't speak about it. What's the house like, Joe? Let's be clear. He's not allowed west of the Rockies. Yeah, that's true. What's, what's the house like, Joe? Uh, gorgeous, right? It's, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it, what's, what, what, one of the things I found really fascinating, I'm curious if you did, is, I mean, it's kind of like right in the middle of like a very, built up cosmopolitan like right, area right Jose, next like, to it is like a, a uh like a concert venue or yeah something and like then there's that. like yeah there's like a whole like one of those like developed out like shopping areas yeah. with like all the walking and stuff which so, when this was there the 120 acres around it were nothing right it was just that's my yard 
and it's all been built up and yet it's still like a big grounds like yeah. it's a very well kept like beautiful the gardens like, are beautiful yeah it's, yeah it's fascinating the the house is predominantly made of redwood which is what you you build with in california but sarah winchester preferred lighter woods but you you redwood's great to build with and so she demanded that that like faux grain be stained and drawn and painted on and applied so that all the wood in the home that is exposed looks like lighter colored wood and it looks real it doesn't look yeah. like some shoddy job it looks like just stained and polyurethane light colored wood like yeah. pine or, or whatever you would expect it yeah to the be. rooms the rooms with the woodworking that are like the Sort of like, you know, what you see when, when any of us go to like these old restored, you know, turn of the century homes. I mean, the ones that aren't all messed with, cause she would, yeah. the, that were yeah. the insanity rooms yeah. are unbelievable. Yeah. The, 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 the decorative work, like the detail, like the one has the pipe organ, like yeah. it was like mm-hmm. an imported crazy huge pipe organ that she just wanted in her house. Right. Right. You know, this thing was so huge. It was, you know, bigger than a Walmart. That's actually the most appropriate use of that drop ever. Yep. Seen <laughs> that is, was perfect. <laughs> 20,500 gallons of paint it takes to paint this place. I mean, this place is huge. The home itself was actually built uh, using a floating foundation, which is one of the reasons it didn't collapse in 1906. And uh, also, there was another 1989 earthquake that didn't take it out because of its foundation. So when you say floating foundation, I'm picturing, like, you know, the futuristic movies. Waterworld. Right. Where Floor's lava. No, I'm picturing, like, the futuristic movies where... You've got the piece of earth that is literally floating in like an avatar. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Uh, When you go there, you have to tame this bird with Mm -hmm. your weird stalk that grows out of your hair. And if it chooses you, then you can fly to the Winchester house. Oh, so it's part of Disney World. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the reasons a lot of people haven't been to it. Yes, yes. (laughs) Like we said, 161 rooms, including 40 bedrooms, two ballrooms. Joe was just talking about one's unfinished, one is finished, and it is grand. This giant pipe organ, uh, woodwork everywhere. I mean, it's one of those things she didn't entertain. But no. everyone had a ballroom, so she wanted the she finest had to ballroom. Have a ballroom, even though no one could come. You, see you're it. gonna have a party? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> only but, for the ghosts. The ghosts like to dance, <laughs> and well, and then your favorite thing, the chandelier. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and we'll talk about this later too. But like, she did everything in thirteens, and the chandelier was this gorgeous. Like everything's Tiffany and stuff like that. This gorgeous chandelier with twelve lights comes in and she's like i ordered 13 lights so like we'll take it back nah just throw another light on there and it's just jutting out the side one 13th light out of this gorgeous <laughs> chandelier so weird. yeah just like oh well she she counted them and needed one more crazy it's all tiffany so like when you when you turn it on did it say i think we're alone now no it, it plays that deep blue something song Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> Nas said, what about breakfast at Tiffany's? Yeah. And and by the way, if you try to turn it on in the evening, it just won't. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It doesn't. Only breakfast time. 162 acres at one point in time for this place. Hey, I think I remember the film. The estate's been uh, reduced to like just under five acres, the minimum necessary to contain the house and the, the surrounding outbuildings, which are all kind of connected. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Mm, je m'appelle David. 
You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know, it, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and, there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now, get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're 50% oh. off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill 
to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Unwanted family guests are like fish. They start to stink after three days. So what's the best mattress for them this holiday season? Definitely not a nectar. Then they'll never leave. Flip those fish your old mattress and put your human body on a nectar. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. A fresher deal than your mackerel mother-in-law, right? Go to Nectarsleep.com today. It is gold and silver chandeliers, hand-inlaid parquet floors and trim, and a vast array of colors and materials. In fact, talk about those. There's a lot of wallpaper. It's all hand-painted from Asia, shipped into the home. Like, so, and I mean hand-painted. Like, it's, like, if you see this repeating pattern, some... Like it Chinese was painted by Brent's and- ancestors. <laughs> yes, exactly right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tons of Tiffany stained glass. In in fact, Mister Tiffany made her this one stained glass, which was like his his pride and joy. And he said that when light hits this window, it'll be gorgeous. She's going to fill the whole room. She's like, great, thanks. Brings it, puts it in the middle of the house so light can't hit it. No light hits it. Face outdoors. Face nothing. Shouldn't want anyone to see it. <laughs> You know Tiffany's like, uh, <laughs> like this broad is just crazy. She's good at spending money, and she. The other thing about the Miss Winchester, she had this debilitating arthritis, so she had these things called special easy rider stairways put in. Wasn't that Pecker's nickname in high school? <laughs> easy rider stairways. That was the most weird part of it. Why stairway? <laughs> it was like an animal house. Why flounder? <laughs> Why not? So these were installed as a replacement for what you would think would be like a normal steep stairway construction. This allowed her to move about her home freely because these stairs are only like an inch to two inches tall. So like Joe and I are talking like, if you're going to go up, let's say like 10 stairs in a normal flight, you know, to get up to another or 12 or whatever it's going to be, it will have four turns and it's like 700 <laughs> stairs. It takes like 10 minutes to, to go walk up. And- yeah. It's ridiculous. And it is so narrow. Like my fat ass had like turned sideways and suck it in and just to make it up these stairs. Literally Don't be so overly freaky. dramatic about it, Chuck. There is no over drama <laughs> on that. Like, you know, when the, we got to the first, first stairwell, everyone sees it and turns and look at me. I'm like, come on. People. <laughs> <laughs> but this is all what's so bizarre about the whole thing is like, it's get all these grandiose features and she never, no one ever saw it. No. No. Like this is, it goes back to like the, why it's the mystery house. Like, why did she right? want all this stuff? You know what this, this oddly reminds me of? Like, all of those ghost cities in China, they just keep because mm. China's, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds here, but China's economy is, is kind of, kind of a, almost a false economy. Yeah. Like, to keep, to keep the coals burning on China's economy, it has to keep building. 
Right? I know what you're talking and about. So, and I so, thought you meant like ghosts, ghosts. No, like, no, no, no. I know what you and mean. And so they just keep building cities even though they don't have people to live in them or who, mm-hmm. who can't afford to live in them. And so they just keep they building these and cities rot, and these and cities they, just yep. build and no one lives in them or like it could hold 100,000 yeah. people and 5,000 people. And they're, they're yeah. like architectural marvels. Like yeah. These yeah. cities are gorgeous. And so they just keep building mm-hmm. and no one's there to appreciate them or live in them. Speaking well, of ghosts are there. Speaking of yes. uh, keeping making them and no one's there to appreciate them. There was one working toilet in the entire Winchester mansion. All the restrooms had decoy toilets just to confuse the spirits. That's a good idea for this place. That is not a good idea. That is, that is, wait, no. Well, he doesn't have a nose, so he doesn't yeah. care. Uh, Brent, you're, the toilets in the studio here are real, right? <laughs> <laughs> you might have a cleanup issue. Oh, yeah. That, and that's also one of the reasons that she slept in a different room, as we were talking about. She wanted to confuse the spirits. So, like you said, some you can bar the doors in some of the rooms, and some of them have multiple entrance and access points. In fact, her one bathroom that did have the shower, she's got a window from the a room window, next yeah. to it, so you can look in there. And like we said, with the shower, it does it's no shower head. It's pipes with holes in it to spray her like four foot eight frame, like she was tiny. Mr. Construction Worker. You yeah. need a shower, don't uh-huh. you? The other Excuse thing, me, sir. Can you test that for me, please? I want to make sure it works. The other thing <laughs> about this home that is crazy, it had a ton of conveniences that were rare or brand new at the time this house mm. had was filled with them. Steam and forced air heating, like you said, modern indoor toilet and plumbing, uh, push button gas lights, and uh, Miss Winchester's personal only, like we said, hot shower. Did this chick have a toaster? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, oh. I, I don't. <laughs> I bet it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I think I know what he means by that. I, I, I don't want to know. They're also, and this is the part that blows my mind. We said she has these easy riser stairs. She walks everywhere. There's three elevators in this this house, including an Otis Electric, one of which was powered by a rare horizontal hydraulic elevator piston. And that doesn't it was one of the only first ever to, to be like that way in a in a place. She did not allow people to use these elevators. They were to put the plants on to be able to move them around to water them. So she had this one room like in the center of the house. All the plants would be moved there, watered. It had like this water trap thing that would uh, like filter the water that was missed back into the, like the cistern. And, uh, then they would use these elevators to move the plants back. The people put the elevators on there, walk around, take the stairs and go, go probably take you 30 minutes to get to the other, the bottom of it. Yeah. But she didn't want people using the elevators of which she had three. Didn't they say that they're, um, I could be wrong about this. Star Trek, the next generation, the enterprise didn't have a lot of horizontal turbo lifts on it they weren't all just vertical i mean think about the design well, given there. the shape of the yeah, saucer yeah. i would think there would have to be in some regard because there were decks in the saucer but then decks back in you know the, what the, uh i don't know about them but i'm sure Spaceball one had many because if they mm-hmm. didn't the movie would have taken well they, or, or did she have <laughs> did she have a wonka vader by chance because the wonka vader can go in any direction that's true that checks out sadly when you go in the house there's now, when you took the tour, they're sparse furnishings. It's because none of them are original to the house. So now, j- jokes aside, do they still have those elevators, like the yeah. horizontal elevators? Yeah. Do they, are they working? Well, no, the, the elevators the don't elev- move horizontally. No. The, the, piston the piston that moves it up and up. down is is this horizontal, almost like a precursor to like a hydraulic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm I yeah, completely no, sorry. missed that one. <laughs> 
So the elevator's still there. I mean, the, no, your description ability missed the mark. I mean, the an elevator that me. goes horizontally. I mean, wouldn't that just be like a a car, <laughs> like a vehicle? <laughs> it would be. It would be. No, it'd be. It would. Be it would not a, be an elevator because you don't elevate. It could still elevate. I mean, wouldn't it be the, just the walkway at the airport? The moving Your walkway, walkway is, is ending. ending. <laughs> <laughs> so Winchester dies. All of her possessions, apart from the house, were given to her niece and her personal secretary. Who was her personal niece secretary? Denise. Her niece took everything she wanted, sold the rest in a private auction. And legend has her, supposedly, it took six trucks working eight hours a day for six weeks to remove all of the furnishings from the house. And Miss Winchester made no mention of the mansion or will. And here's what's funny. Appraisers consider the house worthless due to, A, the damage caused by the earthquake and the unfinished design and the impractical nature of its construction. So it sells at auction to a local investor for $135,000. I wish I had been alive then. And subsequently leased for... For 10 years to well, John bye. and Mamie You're Brown, right. who eventually purchased the house. Mamie. Right. So February 23, five months after her death, though, the house was open to the public with Mamie Brown serving as a tour guide. Here's a little bit of trivia. Harry Houdini toured the house in 1924, not long after they started doing this. And he, the, there's a newspaper account of his visit where he goes, this is a mystery house. That's where it got its name. And if you go to the uh, Rifle Museum on the grounds... You can see that newspaper. What? What would you guys say are the odds that at some point in this new movie, the camera zooms in sharply on Helen Mirren's face and she says, surely this is a mystery house. <laughs> I'm hoping that's how it maybe it ends. <laughs> I think they're setting it up for a sequel. Is there a special appearance by a Harry Houdini character? That'd be fantastic. Follow up question. Does he have a mustache? Follow up to that. Is he played by Robert Downey? Creepy aspects of the house, the seance room, Very middle weird. of the house, right in the middle. Mm-hmm. They have a seance room, one entrance, but three exits. That sounds funny. But you said yeah. there's only one door to this room. It was locked. Only she had the key. But there's a cupboard or a closet or whatever. And when you close that, there's a secret doors mm-hmm. in there that you can you can exit to the other part of the house. And is that is that the room as well? That's not the one that has the door that opens that like goes to a four story drop, is it? That's next that? to it. So, okay. or it might, it's next to it. Yeah. Okay. So that, there's one that drops to the outside. Then there's one that actually drops inside. Inside. The house yes. Too. Yeah. Which so, again, going back to like, I, I think there's enough evidence that you don't chalk all this stuff up to like being misinterpreted yeah. as, as, and it's like it was just bad engineering. No. Like, no. I think, you know, there's enough stuff that you're like, right. yeah, she was. She intentionally was doing some of this. So you got this, like we said, nightly in the seance room, which when I went in, they had a Ouija board set up and all this stuff. She would commune with the spirits in order to receive instructions for designing the house. And uh, like I said, they had the the that hidden room, which if you read in places, they're like, there are hidden passages everywhere. They are not. That's the only one. When we were there, she said, this is the only one that is yeah. not true. But you read, and I was reading today stuff on it, and they're like, oh, there's hidden passages everywhere. There is not. Well, that they know of. They, they literally just Fair. found a room that they did not know existed just a few years ago. But that's well, because that's it was the, like sealed off. Yeah, that's, that's the difference is 
it's not necessarily that like most of the stuff they find isn't stuff that was intentionally built that way. It was because at points in time, these workers in order to keep working, mm-hmm. it was like, we'll just build a wall over that door today. Right. Like, because we, we don't have, I don't have an idea for what we're going to do. And then the next day it was like, well, tear that wall down and put a door in there. And right. like, so you have, that's why the basement is like literally like a labyrinth. They say where people get lost because it's just stuff dead ends. It's it's because they just shove walls. Places. And there's these repeating themes throughout the home. Like we said, uh, the number 13, also spider webs. They're in a lot of the, not, I don't mean there's spider webs everywhere, <laughs> but they're designed in the things, you know, which there probably are too. She had a thing um, for arachnids. She, she designed many of the spider web windows seen throughout the house. Uh, most notably the one in the 13th bathroom. Uh, it also appears in fireplaces and grates within the mansion. Uh, many of the windows have 13 panes, 13 bathrooms, uh, 13 steps on many of the stairways, 13 ceiling panels in many of the rooms. There's even, like we said, that, that, that 12 light chandelier that they just jacked the 13th light <laughs> into it. And Miss Winchester's will was divided into 13 parts and she even had to sign it 13 times. So yeah, this woman. So had she had a, something for that number. Yeah. One of ears qualities of the mansion is it's completely topsy turvy nature of its design. There are cabinets and doors that open into walls, meaning like there is no use. So this is like the door opens. There it is. Uh, there are balconies and windows are found indoors. Like, you know, like you said, there's, you open a door and you drop down four yeah. stories inside the house. And, and that's the craziest one is inside. There's multiple that are outside the house, but one of them, it's like just a shaft. Couple of the, like almost like an elevator shaft inside yeah. the house. Couple of the floors have skylights just to another room that are mm-hmm. like blocked off, you know, kind of like this Alice in Wonderland esque features. I mean, it is because especially because of how beautiful, like these, these doors we're talking about are these like gorgeous, huge glass walls in a couple of the rooms with a glass pane door and you open it and it just drops four stories into like the most pristine, beautiful gardens yeah. and stuff. I mean, it really is. But these like gardens are inside the house. Not outside gardens or, or like, like inside, like that's the, the plant room or whatever. Yeah. You know? Like a greenhouse almost. Like it's crazy. There, you know, there's linen closet the size of an apartment next to a cupboard that's an inch, <laughs> an inch deep. You know, one of the rooms with normal size door next to a child size door, like weird stuff. In fact, they found an unknown room, uh, was found in the 1970s. They discovered this, this latch closed by a 1910 lock on the door. The, the forgotten room had two chairs, an early 1900s phonograph speaker hidden inside it, and the theory is that Sarah might have simply forgotten the room and built over it. <laughs> Just literally like, oh, that's my that's my listening room, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, you talked, you said it earlier, John, like, they keep finding this stuff. Like, it's like, it's like every other day, they, you know, somebody, like, discovers something that's like, right. well, that room looks a little bit off, or that wall doesn't really right. make sense. And then, you know, they have to do all the research and the work. And a year later, they finally are like, okay, we're going to break through or do whatever. It's like they're always finding new stuff. So we're finally going to go to break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about touring the house. Joe and I will talk about some of the what it felt like and what it looks like in there. John John won't contribute, just so all the listeners know. (laughs) We'll give you the dirt of the tour. We'll stay consistent. We come back with more Hysteria 51. I mean, you could just make up stories. That's true. Like, nobody nobody knows. We told you how hard it is to get up (laughs) 
Chester Mansion. Ghosts in there. We've talked a lot about ghosts, about how they're supposedly in there, but we haven't really talked about who these ghosts are. I mean, you have a lot of accounts of we, when we, we talked about going on the Queen Mary and all these places. There's always these, these quote unquote famous ghosts that are there. So who are some of the, the people that are, that are haunting there? Well, dozens, and I mean literally dozens of psychics have visited the house over the years and most have come away convinced quote unquote or claim to be convinced that spirits still wander the place in addition to the ghost of Sarah Winchester. And there have been, Tons of sightings. So in the years that the house has been open to the public, employees and visitors say they've had unusual encounters. I will point out that they have not yet had us there. That is true. Uh, they have had us, not you. Well, and we didn't have a Ouija board. That's so true. It doesn't really it. count. Though there was one in the yeah, seance room. Yeah, trying to talk room. shit, Brent. There was one in the seance room. So, so far, you're both wrong. We, did you use it? Uh, I was slapped. Did you call them a coward and did you try to summon a demon? <laughs> Yeah, did you? Get- you know, I always try to summon a demon. <laughs> <laughs> there've been footsteps, banging noises, mysterious voices, a windows that bangs hard that they shatter, cold spots, strange moving lights, doorknobs that turn by themselves, and don't forget the scores of psychics who all claim that the they they've been part of the the phenomenon. When we, wait, when we say cold spots, is it all right? I'm pointing the laser seventy degrees. 69 and oh. a half. Oh, we got a ghost. So one of, the, one of the ghosts that many say they've seen here is the worker who spent years working on the home. And when you take mm-hmm. the tour, there's a picture. And at least my tour guide was like, that's him. And it was the guy in the far right. I don't know. And she's like, he spends his afterlife roaming the halls, kind of taking care of the place. He's Somebody's got it. Right. He's, he's got jet black hair. And he's mop, bl- mop, mop, and all day long. He was mop, supposedly mop, a mop, handyman. While I sing this song. He's been he's been seen repairing the fireplace, pushing a equally spectral spectral. I don't know if that's the right word. Spectral wheelbarrow. <laughs> wheelbarrow indeed linger in the beyond animal. filled with dark matter. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, down, a, the down a, a dark hallway, or as he would say, from the beyond. They've Thank also you. captured a bunch of orbs in photos and things like that. So. At least they have some photographic evidence. And remember that staircase to the ceiling we talked about? It just goes nowhere. Well, that staircase was showcased on the TV series Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel. And a small green, buy that for a dollar. green vaporous hand was caught on camera at the base of the stairs, appealing to either give a thumbs up or point upstairs. Okay, good job, guys. Keep going. Or did they just want to ride like they were hitchhiking? Or is this a practical jokester ghost that's trying to point people to go up a stairway that just runs into the ceiling? (laughs) Fooled you. (laughs) The noise everyone hears is laughter. What's with you, man? (laughs) (laughs) So, Joe, we we took the tour. Mm -hmm. If you you, kids at home, you want to do it, it's actually... It's a lot of fun. It's really, really fun. Uh, the it's basic well, tour it's an is afternoon. Like a, it's nothing too crazy. The basic tour is an hour now. They just, and I mean just as in the last couple of months, opened up uh, more of the tour, which I'll talk about. But the tour, like you get, once you go in, there's a beautiful rifle museum of all the, the classic Winchesters, the newspapers, and the one and only picture of Sarah Winchester. So there's only one. Yep. And it's even, she's like in the back of a carriage and you can't even really see her. And the one thing I can contribute to this portion, she does not, in fact, look like Helen Mirren. At all. It's not close. Yeah, that's going to def- definitely decrease from my enjoyment of the film. 
you can't really tell what she looks like. She looks like an angry woman in the back of a, a carriage, you know. Well, because uh, she just got caught by a camera which stole her a, soul. Yeah, son <laughs> of a bee. I've read about these newfangled contraptions. <laughs> There's Damn medium. Yeah, my medium told me to stay away from these. <laughs> We talked about a lot of the stuff in there. There's cabinets open to flat walls. The daisy bedroom. That's the one that has the the, the two-story drop. The door mm-hmm. opens. You just drop down. Stairway to the ceiling. Doors that that go to nowhere. The seance room. That's the one that actually had the only hidden door in the house. If people tell you that there's more, at least our tour guide yeah, they, said that that is not same true. Same thing. Now, question on when you, when you name all those things like as a list, like in a row... It makes me wonder, like, was Sarah Winchester's, like, opinion of what ghosts are like driven by watching episodes of The Three Stooges? Like, did she think ghosts were just bumbling around, like, opening doors and slamming into walls and and falling over, like, you know, precipices without looking? The three rooms that always have to have pies at all times yeah <laughs> then there's the slapstick room you know yeah the slapstick room <laughs> only cream pies by the way that was another mandate in the house yeah so right when you guys were there and you were you taking obviously obviously the tour is designed you know for a tour but you you did you get a sense that did it feel crazy and it what i mean feels- what i mean by that is uh, as you're walking through uh, when you walk through a normal home, there's a certain flow to it. it and actually, when you walk through, like we're, my wife and I are house hunting right now, and it, it's it, it's immediately apparent when you walk into a house that was like poorly designed. You're like, yeah. wow, there's no flow to this place whatsoever. There is, I, I will say this, and I can't speak for him. There's no flow. It doesn't make any sense. So it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You can see a room, but you can't get to it. That kind of stuff. There's you got to walk of that. But. It's incredibly bright, incredibly light, very mm. airy, not spooky, feels just like you're, yeah. it's a very, like, a nice, pleasant place to be in. It doesn't feel, I'm, I'm curious if you thought this, it did not feel 130 years old to me. No, and- the, as, as, as far as, you know, the age of the house, it it's very- well crafted. The basic like, tour, too, does like 100 rooms. You walk well over a mile just to do yeah. half the house and you don't you know? realize it yeah like it doesn't seem like you're how much ectoplasm did you step in you know, a ton. tons and they don't even clean it it anymore. got annoying yeah like frankly like i'm like you guys could have at least provided us with like some kind of shoe cover galoshes galosh yeah so here's the thing too they just opened 60 more rooms and i say they just opened they didn't find them they didn't open oh crap there's another 12,000 square feet over here. This 1906, uh, the 1906 earthquake shifted part of the house and it jammed a lot of the rooms and they just went, well, they're sealed off and they left them. And they've just now literally in the last few years started opening them up and they're untouched. So it's still what they were like back then. And dusty. They're still damaged from the earthquake mm-hmm. and seal off. Some of them have like the workers that went in and tore out parts of the floor and stuff. I didn't do it. Cause it's actually a longer, it was another like two more hours and, and we didn't have the time. It's all sounds spooky, but like we said, the house is very bright and airy. It, it, was, a, it was not at all like the Congress Hotel experience. There was nothing that we all scary. Had. You know, when you walk through the Congress, it felt gross and just like you didn't you old, didn't, like old, like, like not. This felt clean and um, yeah, really weird. The weirdest thing for me, though, 
when I went there, I had no idea that they were making the Winchester movie and we go through. And so there's the grand ballroom, which is beautiful. There's also like a seated dining room. That's also wood and just gorgeous. And, uh, there is a dress and a, a, a man's suit on like these mannequins there. And our tour guide's talking, blah, 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 blah. And that's the end of the thing. And someone goes, what are those? She goes, oh, those aren't actually part of the tour. <laughs> They're making a movie, and Helen Mirren's going to be here this afternoon doing an interview. Uh, so, yeah. And she skims over it. We're like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Time out. Way to bury the lead there. Uh, they're doing a movie on this place, Helen Mirren. And she's like, yeah, but they're doing like the ghost stuff. My guide was very anti spooky, anti ghost, which once when- again, we can hear the other guide, which was this guy. And everyone's like laughing and all this stuff. And he's like, you know, this was this crazy room. And he's done that. And ours is like, this is the Daisy bedroom. And it Lots turns out when Brent people. finishes, there was only one tour going on. At the yeah, time. there was no, that was no tour guide at all. You met Sarah. Inconceivable. <laughs> the, uh, dude, well, the, the other, uh, the other thing like about it was, I don't know about you, but when you ask them, have you ever heard anything or seen any ghosts or whatever? It's all like, well, somebody did, but no. Yeah. Oh, same thing. We asked, I asked this girl and she's just like, no. And they're, dre- and they're dressed like 1800s, you know, in these giant, I don't know. John, I'll ask you because you haven't been there and you've, you've done the research on this stuff. Like, what do you think? Can a house have bad mojo just because the owners sell guns or, or can they bring that bad mojo into the house? Bad juju, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I mean, this this sounds like a case to no, me. I want to I want to tell you before you keep going. Our Joe Boo statue is right over you. <laughs> so I so. gave I gave him his rum today. Okay, okay. So we're 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 all set. <laughs> this just sounds like a case to me of uh, crazy with money. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a lot of crazy with money in the history of of this country and well of the world, and and this just sounds like another one but to me. I, once again, I'm I, I have been there, but. This lady had a lot of money. She had a lot of a lot of death and a lot of horrible things happen in her life. And uh, she had she was looking for whenever people are searching for an answer, they'll find one. And right, and, and right. that this in, in this lady's particular instance, uh, she had a medium who was willing to give her one. And for whatever reason, and and who knows? Listen up, that, Sarah. Strap in. Yeah, yeah if only ready. somebody had introduced her to case. And, and unfortunately, <laughs> she took it to the extreme. You know, most of us. Yeah. M- most of us, when we're you know looking for a reason that something bad happened in our lives, we can use re. We can use deductive reasoning to say, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm off. Maybe I'm wrong. Or, or maybe I won't. Impossible. Maybe I won't spend the next thirty years pursuing my one singular thought. <laughs> she didn't have that. that, that switch. Nope. Yeah, yeah. The one thing that I don't understand, even more to me than the Congress Hotel, was why they downplayed the paranormal aspect. My guide, and I guess it just depends on the guide because you could tell the guide on the other tour. Was, yeah, because I can tell you our guide, my guide. 
was 100% telling yeah. us every detail of why this was meant to trick ghosts. She and- had to say the things she had to say, but would say, but she'd be like, I don't believe that, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Which was weird because we were there and it was like like a few weeks before Halloween and they're sending up all the Halloween stuff, like ghosts and, and mannequins and ghouls and all the rooms and stuff like that. So obviously it's something they, they embrace. And I guess like uh, producer Lisa and I just got the... Uh, the short end of the stick on 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 the guide, I guess you could say. Fantastically fun place. I wish we could have had time to do mm. the other sixty rooms, but uh, I agree with you, John. I think it's just one of those aspects of a woman with a lot of money that was crazy, you know, and, and unfortunately was probably taken by some people in, in the long run. Not taken by her friends because she didn't let him in the house. She went as far as to have a beautiful ornate front door made. And then barred anyone from ever using it. And the only people they say that ever used the door was her and the one construction worker who had to test the door. No one was allowed in and yeah, out. Everyone of the front came door. in through like what was it like whatever the, the what, side entrance. Yeah, whatever that would be the a garage back then. It where was they the, kept the horses, the, co- and the stable house or the carriage house. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So like this woman had some weird idiosyncrasies, to say the least. So I, I agree with you hundred percent, Joe. What what do you think? Isn't it possible? No. Nay, <laughs> isn't it isn't it likely that she must have actually been experiencing these ghosts? Because otherwise, why? If she's felt guilty about how she her, her you know she inherited all this money and stuff, I mean Andrew Carnegie and John D Rockefeller and all these guys they started foundations to give away their money to help people. Right. She blew it on guys hitting banging hammers twenty four seven for thirty five years, like. I I think I think it it's one hundred percent all real. I think she was haunted. <laughs> you heard it here by, first, folks. By Native American ghosts that were killed by Winchester rifles. What are your thoughts? Let us know, Hysteria Nation. Jump on Facebook, search Hysteria Nation. Tell us why we're wrong. Tell us why Joe's right, or tell Joe he's absolutely wrong, and John and I are right. Just a crazy one with money. No one would ever dare do that. Also, don't forget what we're talking about: joining Hysteria Nation. John and I are joiners, too. We join Dark Myths, the Dark Myths Collective, just a group of of other paranormal and horror-themed and just fun, fun podcasts so we can spend time in the dark. It's just other cool podcasts that kind of uh, share a similar theme. It's not a network. It's just a collective of us that that, that we, we pass around promos, and we're going to have some of the other shows on as guests, and they're going to have a lot of fun with it. So make sure you go to darkmyths.org and check them out. And don't forget, obviously, always go to Patreon. Check us out. If you'd like to become a member, There's you certainly can get stickers. If you, if you donate a certain amount, you can even be a guest on this show. And we do have a new member. Thank you to Michelle Campbell. And Michelle actually uh i was gonna send her stuff and she said nay don't send in the mail keep your stamp i'm gonna go to the kansas city paracon the kansas city comic-con and the meetup and meet you so she's gonna be there and i'm gonna bring stuff to her in person so she's gonna get an extra special How about that yeah. so if you guys are not busy and you want to come see me and lots of other shows ectoplasm and sam culper from breakers and tons of other shows sofa king podcast Come out to the Kansas City Comic Con Friday night. We're going to do a, a 
Paranormal Podcast panel Saturday night at the Big Rip Brewery. We're doing a meet and greet. It's going to be a lot of fun. Is that February? The weekend of the 17th. 17th. Yeah. So don't forget to... 773-669-7277. Again, that's 773-669-7277 is our voicemail number, and we have one. We're going to play it. Hey, guys, it's Ryan from the Hoosier State of Indiana. I was just calling to see if you guys might be interested in doing a show on Bigfoot. I'd love to hear some information about Todd Standing and all of his pictures. I personally don't believe him, but, hey, I'd love to get your guys' opinion. Catch you later, guys. Ryan! We got it late. Let <laughs> you already know. Bigfoot came out. We 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 recorded some of our episodes a little early, and we got this one. We're like, ah, crap, Ryan. And it didn't work out to where we could either that or he remote viewed our Ryan, episode. Ryan, are you watching me? <laughs> is this or have a talk? This is creepy. Or Ryan communes with Sarah Winchester on a that regular basis. That might be. Maybe Ryan has a seance room somewhere in the middle of his home. <laughs> with, <laughs> with three exits but one entrance. Either way, well done, Ryan. Ryan's house is only 23,000 square feet and three <laughs> stories. So screw him anyway is what I'm getting at. If you forget any of this stuff, don't forget. Hysteria51.com, the improved, not so new, but improved Hysteria51. You can find all of our social media. Share that with a friend because they need to come and join the show. Have a blast. Just like our guest did this week, Joe Pack. Always a blast. Oh, man. I can't tell you how much I love having it. It's you what here. makes me so sad that I, I'm never coming back. Yeah, I'll shed a tear. You don't even have tear ducts. I'll make them if it means he won't come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that said, I've been Brent. I've been Joe. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.